everybody, it is Dave and Jeff. It is November 5th, 2023. Want to start the show off, I mentioned Dan Williams. Dan, of course, very excited about the big Raider win today, being a Las Vegas <laughs> sports fan. Dan, good news. And I know you're looking to pass good news on to our listeners as well. Dan wants to let you know that, look, the home buying experience, it has gotten crazy. Dan says all the time, people need to know about getting qualified that, hey, you don't have to worry about getting qualified. You need to worry about getting approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. At the same time, Dan is the guy that Jeff and I have told you about for years that when it comes to finances and you want to get a little bit of breathing room, Make sure you call Dan Williams. Dan is your guy. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Uh, Dave, you got to have those finances in line, especially now when I'm starting to look ahead towards the Raider playoff tickets. <laughs> will I have it? Well, the biggest thing will be uh, being divorced is I've determined I'm just ignoring her uh, Christmas and Mother's Day. That's <laughs> immediately where money goes into the bank. Then my kids. Yeah. Just celebrated their birthday. Fantastic. Yeah. Christmas, too close. <laughs> what they can do is go with to Vegas. Yeah. And they can watch the room while I go to the game. Oh, so yeah. exciting. But you got to have your finances in line. Not everybody has it as easy as I do. Uh, so you got to give Dan a call. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. I'll get in the side. It is. We're in the holiday season. We turn the clocks yeah. back, dark at 5 o'clock today. Man, time is flying through. Your annoying relatives are going to be in town, and they're going to be looking for you to get them something. You can't just go into the pocket and give them that yum-yum donut gift card like you've done the last five years, you cheap fuck. So call Dan. Get your money together. 858. Write it down. 858. 688. 6813. Exactly right. Brian Curry's working with Dan. Again, right now, if you're in the market to say, I'm going to sell my home, I got to get the hell out of here. This is the most expensive place in the United States to live. I got to get out of San Diego. Brian Curry's going to get the most for your home. At the same time, if you say, you know what? San Diego is a place where I want to be. I can afford the country club. I just want a different house. Brian Kerr is your guy as well. Look, more than 25 years of doing this has won a ton of awards. We've told you about all of them throughout the years, but let's get to uh, brass tacks. The number is 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Dave, we got an email. It comes from Lou in the college area. He says, guys, I've lived in the college area, but it's getting a little young for me. I was over in El Cajon. I saw a street called Swallow Avenue. Are there any homes available there? Well, the guy who would know would be Brian Curry. You can reach out to Brian. You can see the houses that he has available. What? That didn't go the way you thought it was going to go, did it? Follow-up email from Lou. Guys, I'm a big fan of the birds in Capistrano. Tell Palais, watch his mouth. Lou, you got it. That's why I took it, Lou. Sorry the way Dave acted. Uh, but, yeah, a bunch of fun streets. with uh, Ferry Avenue. Oh, my God. All over town. So many places where you can live but the guy's gonna give you those keys to your house it's brian curry ah so fun nothing like it the day you put that key in the door you got a little bit of shaky hand i ain't gonna lie to you because you just locked in for 30 years but when you lock in you're gonna know you're in the right place when brian curry helps you find it there you go all right let's start off with the raiders well hang on i gotta ask you oh, one thing jesus We'll get to the Raiders. It was a good day. And all of a sudden, I've waited 20 years to start with the Raiders. And you're going to yeah. say no? Hang on. You're a Charger guy. We all know it. Oh, well, uh, it does pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. Just really, really quick, Dave. I just have a really quick question. Yep. 
playing fantasy football, everybody plays fantasy football. Yes. Do you think it's more or less annoying losing to me if you're my kid? Do you think it's bad losing to me? You know, that's funny you ask that. Because I think there are people in their league where you go, I just don't want to lose to that guy. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's funny. If I lose to my son, I like yeah. if I could lose to anyone, I want to lose to Josh. Okay. Let me follow up okay. on that. If you and Josh were matched up today. We were last week. Okay. Yeah. And you're minding your own business on a Saturday night. Yeah. And the phone rings and it's Josh. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I just wanted to tell you I'm sorry. And he goes, sorry for what? Sorry for what? I'm sorry for what's going to happen tomorrow. Your team's going to get smoked. It yeah. sucks. I've looked at everything. You have nothing because McCaffrey's on your bench and you're going to get crushed. And I'm just letting you know the dream is over tomorrow. What if Josh said that to you? Would Sunday be a little different? Especially, Dave, I just want to say this. When you go into the Sunday night game yeah. and you're down by 11. And the he was down by 11 or you were down by 11? Uh, I was down by 11. Okay. And then at halftime, I'm down by eight. Okay. And then at the end of the third quarter, I'm down by three. <laughs> you know, it's just ticking. Yep. It's kind of slow. Slow death. Yep. Wouldn't you want the thousand paper cuts, right? Isn't that what That's they say? It. Would you want the bandages pulled? Because ultimately, I just won. Yes. And I shut his 16-year-old mouth. Yeah. No, Josh and I don't have that relationship. Oh, <laughs> you so and your No, we don't talk shit like that. It's uh, last week, just to let people know the Dave and Jeff League, Lisa Ann, who does this for a living, is usually really good in this league. Yeah. In every other league she's in. For some reason, she hadn't won a game. She's terrible. Until last week, she beat me. Oh, she did? She beat me. Yeah, but here was the weird thing was, I don't know if you noticed. Did every you take a dive? You know what? I think you put that on a tee for me. <laughs> but no, I did not take a dive. I didn't. All right? I did not. <laughs> all right. But everyone in our league who was supposed to win lost last week. Yeah. Everybody. So anyway, I, I ended up losing. But sure enough, I'm going to lose again to Bishop Sycamore. I was rolling. I don't know what the fuck happened. And then I lost to uh, in my, I think I'm going to lose like in all three leagues right now. Really? Yeah. It's just, well, you know what? The way I look at it, I had such a good sports day yesterday ah. that I don't give a fuck. And first of all, the Raiders won. We'll get into that. Alabama beat LSU. Was good. cool. Josh was there. Josh was with uh, Shane Gillis. Did you see that picture? Do okay. you know who that was? Comedian? Yeah. He's like the most famous comedian right now going. Okay. Have you ever seen his shows? They're really good. He's no, really fucking funny. There's like funny. 10 of those guys that are in that circle right now. He right? was yeah, Theo Vaughn, all those guys. Yeah. And so he was. Nate, the guy who was just on Saturday Night yeah. Live. He's always there. Bert. Exactly right. Right. All these guys exactly. that are in that. And so he was the guy that Saturday Night Live hired a few years ago and never made his debut because they went back through years of his comedy and there was a racist tone oh. in one of his jokes. And he got fired before he even started that was his dream job was oh, to be man. that guy but now he's the most popular comedian in the world but he had a great time alabama won man i coached uh, a tournament yesterday we went undefeated in that that was cool. nice and so i was like fuck it fantasy football falls short it could fall short yeah so kings it, it are on fire yeah. which is great good weekend but Can't complain uh usc chokes again i want to get into that shit they they finally fire alex grinch which it's like who's well, he huh who's he the defensive coordinator. They had one? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Josh said that to me when I no, told him the news. No shit. And, and the point being that Lincoln Riley, who's a complete tool, yep. unfortunately. Well, thanks, Lincoln. It's right in time to get you to the Jimmy Dean Breakfast Bowl in Saginaw, Michigan. Like, fuck, dude. Loyalty goes so far. But 
you know, his attitude this year, boy, he lacks maturity, man. He really lacks maturity. And that guy thinks he's going to make it in the NFL. Okay. I'm glad you said that because so you a douche. So USC loses. Yeah. Things really started turning bad about three weeks ago when he made the comment or Zay, whoever his representative was saying that he wants to be an owner. If you draft him, he wants to be owner. He wants ownership now. Uh, uh, Dave, I'm even going to go back a little further okay. is when he tried to block the credentials for a reporter for the Are guy. You're talking re- about Lincoln. I'm talking uh, about Caleb. Oh, I'm talking about Lincoln. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I still love Caleb. But yeah, his. his I thought you were calling Caleb a douche because. No, no, no. Lincoln oh, I Riley. Am. I am. Go ahead. Um, Lincoln Riley, a couple of weeks ago, tried to block the credentials. Yeah. He cut the locker room off, you know, wouldn't yeah. let players talk yeah. after the loss to Notre Dame. Huge lack of maturity. Exactly He's right. supposed to be the guy. And I, I love USC. Dave loves UFC. Uf, USC. I love them both. But <laughs> in this case, it's USC. And, uh, and, and it was supposed to be an exciting time. And you know what? If Lincoln Riley conducted himself professionally and you lose those games, then you go, all right. Yeah. All right, you still go. We're all in. But when you lose and you disrespect the program, the alumni, 100%. the tradition, by acting like a complete fucking clown, then it's like, hey, dude, yeah, go. If, if somebody wants you, and, and you can go Carolina or, or Washington, then then out you go, man. Yep. No, I agree. So the Caleb Williams thing, I'll go back to that. First, the list came out of the only teams he'd play for. That was bizarre. Weird. Yeah. And sure, yeah, he has money now because of NIL deals. But he basically sent out a list of teams he'd play for. Raiders are one of them. But it was yeah. so he came out with his list. Then it came out around the Notre Dame time that – he, he, whatever team drafted him, he wanted ownership. Terrible, man. I mean, imagine Terrible. if the Raiders gave Jamarcus Russell ownership. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would be yeah, the most um, ridiculous thing of all unfortunately, time. Unfortunately, Dave, there's about 40 guys yeah. that yes. would qualify for that. But I get your point. But yeah. I have never seen a player in my life in any sport jump into the crowd, sit in his mom's lap, and cry. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. And I know Jim Trotter said, this is the kind of oh, guy I want on, on my team. Bullshit. Bullshit. Guy needs to sign an NIL deal with Kleenex. I go, I've never fucking seen that in my life. And that was crazy. Now, will he still go number one? Yeah, he'll go number one. But, dude, it was a puss move for the program, the dude, alumni, his it teammates. Was, it was rough. That, that was rough. It was. Dude, yeah. let me tell you. Okay, I'm going to just go, go extreme on my end. If Mookie Betts did that after a Dodger playoff loss and yeah. sat in his Freddie, mom's Freddie lap. Freeman. Yeah, sat in his mother's lap and cried heavy, uh-huh. hard. Oh, yeah. I would have gone. I'm yeah. done. I think I need to find a new team. Like, yeah. I, like new new favorite player and new team. Like, what the fuck just happened yeah. here? It was ridiculous. Dude, the Gophers choke yesterday. Mike, the Aztecs are shit. Oh, I have no, I have no college football. Right? <laughs> I'm a man with that. <laughs> yeah, but, but that that was crazy. And then. Like Trotter puts out, this is the guy, and I'm going, am I wrong on this? Yeah. I know no, I, I know Jim's you would wrong. see it the way. Yeah, Jim's wrong. I knew Jim, you and I would see it the same way. Because Jim doesn't have any ties to USC. Yeah. And I don't know if Jim has a favorite player because he has different relationships. That's fine. You know what I mean? But, no. Uh, come on. I'm, I'm At the to, end of the day, it's yeah. still college football. I don't care how much you care, how invested you are. Yeah. You know, breaking down like that. Get it together. Dude, you're a couple months away from being the first overall pick in the draft. You right. Down. No one's going to forget that. No, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I still love Caleb. I still He's love him. He's a great him. player. It's not his fault they can't stop anybody. Dude, it's exactly right. And he really is special. 
not his best moment, but I still, <laughs> I still love him. I'm still glad he's there. I still cheer for him. After the game, when he said he just wanted to go home, hold his dog, and watch movies, Golden Bachelor. Jesus Christ! Uh, Get a hold of yourself. Caleb. Holy shit! So <laughs> let's move to the NFL. the The first thing this morning, Dave, 10 a.m. How about the gutty little Vikes? For everything that they had been through, Kirk Cousins blows out the Achilles. Then they have the rookie. Yeah. Plays one series. I didn't even see him long enough to get to know his name. And he, I mean, he's driving the team. He's making throws. He looks confident. Tries to run it in from the five helmet to helmet concussion out. Yeah. Joshua Dobbs comes in. Didn't know half the players on the team. Had not taken one snap in practice. How does that happen? Then take one snap in practice because he's traded on Tuesday. When's he yeah. get there? Wednesday, he played for the Thursday? Cardinals last weekend. Yeah. A week ago today, he's playing for the Cardinals. And goes in, and I get it. Look, the Falcons aren't very good, but you're at home. It's his quarterback position. It's, it's hard. Arthur Smith. It's hard. And uh, and he goes in and runs it and leads yeah. the Vikes to a win. Yeah. But I tell you what. You know he's the smartest guy in the NFL, right? Dobbs? Dobbs is. Like, he's literally a rocket scientist. Dude. Like, he's a genius. Like, if you were on an airplane and and the, all the captains fell asleep or got sick, he could land the plane. He's... He's a genius. He went to the University of Tennessee. Like he, like perfect score SAT. He's, Dude. he's insane. Like you know the old saying, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, yeah. to figure it out. He's actually like that guy. He's really the smartest guy in the league. So the fact he was able to do it mentally didn't surprise me. But uh, good kid, tough road. Remember his quarterback in the Titans last minute last year. Yeah. Remember he was with the Steelers and he was with the Titans. All of a sudden he's playing. Well, that and then uh, how about credit to Kevin O'Connell and Kevin O'Connell. Maybe we downplay it because me personally, because I've known him because he played for my buddy Darren yeah. Brown at La Costa Canyon. We were there for San Diego State, all those different things. Really, when you look at, and it, it, I was reminded of it reading an article on Friday. Like, dude, Kirk Cousins was a disaster <laughs> playing in that Mike Zimmer offense, playing for a guy like Mike Zimmer. Yeah. And O'Connell, who had him in Washington, goes up and, and made Cousins pretty effective. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, if you saw pregame, every guy on the team wearing a Kirk Cousins t-shirt that today. Cool. That's pretty cool. But then to watch Kevin coach uh, Dobbs yeah. and just telling him, look, do this. Like they were pointing out afterwards. Hey, give it three seconds, go two seconds, go left, do all that kind of coaching him in the moment. Yeah. Like, as somebody that grew up a Vikes fan, I'm really, really happy for Kevin's success. Like, I, I don't know how far they go. Pretty tough to do when you lose your franchise quarterback. But that was a pretty cool win today. Yes. And then you get to the Raiders. Yeah. We left you on Halloween night when Josh McDaniels was fired. Yeah. I don't. I think we knew before we went off, or maybe we didn't, that Antonio Pierce was going to be the head coach. Did you watch? I watched the whole game. Did you watch the press conference though? Yeah, I did. With Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty impressive, right? Yeah, dude. I'll be honest with you. It reminded me like he was watching the Raiders when I had season tickets you know, with the Raiders. Like, yeah. The whole. The, I didn't go back see what year he graduated, but he went to high school, the same high school Tony Gwynn went to. Yeah. Snoop Dogg went to, Craig Elston went to. Mm. Yeah, so you know it's tough. Yeah. 
And, but he said he was a Raider. That was that's what Raider fans wanted to hear. Yes, I kept telling people this is the easiest bet of the week. Everyone's like, I'm not touching this game. I go, you're out of your fucking mind. Right. This is bigger than Jeff Saturday coming in, where it was all yeah. mo- all momentum. Well, the Raiders lost to him, but yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But with the Raiders in the same situation a year later, you know they're going to run through a wall it, for this fucker. It's what we said Wednesday night, 15 minutes before it got announced. When you said. Could you go in and run a franchise? And I said, yes. And you said, wait, you're saying you could run the Raiders. It's what I said. Yeah. You you don't hire a bitch. Josh McDaniels is a bitch. You don't play scared. You don't sign guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And when you watched Antonio Pierce, you knew the culture was going to change immediately. And then because he's a player, he had been there. He demanded respect. He gave respect. All things that Josh McDaniels didn't know anything about. Yeah. And then you're watching the videos and you're seeing the body language of the Raiders change. Guys are relaxed. It doesn't matter what job you do. If you can go into your job tomorrow relaxed and feel like you have the ability that the people you work for believe in you, then, then that was it. Because to me, Dave, the problem with the Raiders for the last couple of years, and I, I bring back to Gruden as well, you had a situation where the coaches no longer believed in the players, the players knew it, and the players no longer believed in the coaches. And yep. just for one afternoon today, that was gone. I don't know if they win another game. But, God, they beat down the Giants, right? Yeah, it was fun Tommy to DeVito, I yeah. get it, one of the Jersey boys. Did you had AOC. The Raiders had AOC. Right. But all of a sudden, Hunter Renfro's in the game, and Josh Jacobs is in the game. Josh Jacobs looked as happy as I've ever seen him in a Raider uniform. You see Devontae? Yeah. Yep. And, and and Jacoby Myers? I, look, I, I just, I think, I think those things that Kevin O'Connell played in the league, right? Yeah. Antonio Pierce played in the league. Dan Campbell played in the league. You're looking at some of these guys. Maybe Sean McVay and, and Kyle Shanahan didn't play in the league. But McVay was a player. McVay yeah. played football. He was Georgia State Player of the Year. He played. And he beat Calvin Johnson out for Player of the Year. And he respects the players. He knows what your body feels like as the season goes on. I think yeah. that's a big thing. I think that's honestly why A.J. Preller honestly has a, has a really hard time, too. He never played. Yeah. He doesn't understand what 162 does to you. Yeah, a lot of hoops. Um, but, Dave, I tell you, it was great. It was so much fun watching them today with the attitude back, but the fun. Yeah. And I, and I enjoyed that. Funny thing is, I happened to be looking. Don't ask me why. I was looking for something in old emails today. Yeah. Found emails going back to when we were at 1360. <laughs> Been a very long time ago. And it said guest suggestions. And the Chargers were playing the Giants. Has to be 2015. Okay. And in there, one of the guys that must have been the EP. Hey, guys, here's some numbers for you, including Antonio Pierce. Oh, that's funny. I was like, oh, we're calling him after the season. <laughs> uh, pretty funny, ironically. But, but no, man, I liked it. They went out. I think they have the Saints next week. And my son said to me, are you disappointed? Is that right, Derek Carr? I think so. Holy fuck. Um, I think that's it. Okay. And, or maybe it's the Jets. Maybe it's the Jets. I think maybe the Vikes have the Saints. I think the Vikes have the Saints and the, and the Raiders have the Jets. Okay. That makes sense. 
But uh, my son said to me, I disappointed that Derek Carr is playing now at a level that he didn't play with when he was a Raider. And I said, no. I'm with Because I never thought he was a Raider. No. They play the Jets next week. Raiders do. Yeah. Sunday night football. Ah. Fucking, I guess it's a bad two weeks for New York. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you, that was... I was listening to Jason Horowitz. You heard him at all? The Raiders No, announcer? I have not. I have not. Dude, he is, he's really good. And he was saying to Lincoln Kennedy on the broadcast, he took over last year. Said, Link, this is the first time in two years we're having fun. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, fuck. He's oh, right, fuck. though, Dave. Right? <laughs> I mean, when you watch that game oh, today. Completely. I said it to, to talking to my son about this, you know, after the game was over. I said it looked like the Raiders were overthinking everything. And when you overthink too much, you're a step behind. Today, it looked like they were just playing football. Yeah. It was it was really fun to watch. I mean, yeah. look, if you aren't a Raider fan and you're hearing us sitting there doing this, look, hey, it's been 20 fucking years, so fuck off. Long, yeah, fuck yeah. right off. Guess what? We're friends with Jim Betancourt. He's a cop. Okay, he's a cop. You want a ticket tomorrow? You want one? Yeah, you get to call your wife. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. You go sit in your mom's lap and cry about it? Yeah, you going to do it? Fuck you think we're going to do? Come in here. Huh? Talk Houston Texans? You're out of your fucking mind. Look up the Sean Salisbury show. <laughs> um, no, it was great. It was really fun. It just looked different. Now, again, immediately people start saying, who are the favorites to be the next coach? Right? Okay. The permanent head coach. Because the Raiders do have to go through a formal interview process. They have to do everything. Look, it's one game. Yeah, it's one game. I'm not ready to hand everything over to Antonio Pierce immediately, but the change in attitude and personality when he comes in, it felt a lot like Rich Bisaccia because Bisaccia they bought into. Yes. And if I'm I'm Antonio Pierce, I don't know that Bisaccia would come back. But if you're like, dude, come back. Get out of Green Bay. They suck. Come back to Vegas. But the thing that you saw was the change in attitude. Yeah. And and everything that you see associated with this job, you see people talking about Jim Harbaugh. Dave, I don't want Jim Harbaugh anywhere. He's just, he's a fucking weasel, man. Oh, he is a weasel. He's just a fucking weasel. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So you jump around to Jim Harbaugh because Chicago wants him too. Not saying the Raiders want him, but there's a connection with him oh. and the Raiders and the connection with Chicago, obviously. And they say Mark Davis is infatuated with him. Okay. And so one thing about Harbaugh wins like 70% of his games when he's in the NFL, which is wild. Michigan the other day, and I don't want to spend a lot of time talking college football. The fact they fired that guy to me is Finally? an admission of guilt. Yeah. Why would he fire him if he wasn't fucking doing anything wrong? Dude. <laughs> I mean, that's one of basically the- every team they faced, they knew if they were going to run the ball or pass the ball before it happened. They're the Astros of, of yeah, college football. They are. And, and uh, I don't know. I mean, PJ Flex sucks. Yeah. But you're the Govs. What else are you going to get? Right? You're not, you're not going to get. I mean, it's not like Dabo's going there. No. Right? You're not getting Jimbo Fisher. You're getting guys like PJ Flex. Yeah. So you ride it out. Um, but for Michigan, like that's embarrassing. And to me, if you, you, you don't worry w- about it, Michigan's going to handle it in house. Oh, okay. They was going to pass, but I said, we're going to take care of it. No, no, we'll take care of it. Cause you can't, that's what it should be. We'll Dude, take care of it. We can't take a chance at crowning a national champion and knowing that we're going to have to take it away. 
Yeah. We can fucking jump into this right now. That's what all the Big Ten coaches yeah. wanted. That's what it should be. But when yeah. Michigan always gets that pass, we're going to handle it ourselves. No, dude. You're done with that part. Done. Terrible. I, I, I get... Look, we saw it with the pods this year. Pods had a terrible year yep. in so many different ways, right? But at the end of the day, you didn't have to feel like, and they fucking cheated to be there, like the Astros did. Like you must feel if you're a Michigan fan. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse than being associated with an entire team. I get it with Fernando, terrible, embarrassing, that he takes the PEDs, he does that. Paid his price. Yep. Wins a gold glove today. Pretty exciting. Yep. Good for him. Good for Hassan and Kim. But when it's your entire operation, like you had with the University of Michigan, like you had with the Astros, I cannot imagine. David, honestly, if that was something attached to a team that I cheered for, I would change teams. Yep. I just, I can't. So let's say it was San Diego State, ranked number two in the country, and this came well, out. Well, you're asking me to stop, stop following Aztec football? <laughs> That what you just said with a straight face? My God. Okay. Can no. you give up Aztec football or unicorns at this point? That's the question. Uh, yeah, pretty easily. <laughs> pretty easily. Um, yeah, Aztecs, USC, yeah. Gophers, any any one of those three. Yeah. Vikes, Raiders, any of them. They were associated yeah. with that. And took the mindset that the Astros took, took the mindset that Michigan's taken to this point. Yeah, I think it's the worst thing in sports. Yeah. When the entire operation's uh, part of it, no, awful. I'm, I'm with you. And that's why Harbaugh's a weasel, man. So it's funny because the, you know, the Bears fans want him. Bears will hold on to anything. But they, uh, the Bears fans want him to leave to Michigan and come there is what you keep hearing out of Chicago. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Real quick, Padres, you jumped on. Um mm -hmm. So Fernando wins the gold glove. So Kim wins the gold glove. Both deserving. Yeah. I'm one right. of those guys though, with the gold glove. Number one, it does, as a kid, it used to mean a lot to me. If my, one of my favorite guys won a gold glove. Yeah. I really don't care. I kind of feel like the but gold gloves. But if they gloves, didn't win it, we'd be mad. Yeah. I think Padre fans would be mad. Fernando I, I deserved it. I, I understand. Yes. And I thought he'd get penalized because people would hold it against him. And, and you know, he earned it. Honestly, we right. watched him Changing play great right positions. Field. Mookie's a stud. Uh, uh, yeah. Mookie played so much second base. It, you almost understood why, you know, he wouldn't be. Yeah, but even Fernando though he's won like six it. years in a row. So it's one of those where as a kid, yeah, it meant a lot to me. Like when you looked at the list. Uh huh. And you see the Rockies center fielder wins, and you're like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" Right? That's what well, that's most guys, how people felt when Grisham was on it, and 100. percent And I didn't think Grisham deserved it when he won it, just yeah. because I saw Grisham drop a couple balls. Now, the Cubs had three guys win a Gold Glove. Bellinger was their best fielder on the whole team. Doesn't get a Gold Glove. It just the yeah. Gold Glove award is so kind of ridiculous. But good for Kim, who's what, what I'm want to say more than anything because. Man, that guy changed positions. That guy who should have won the gold glove at short a year ago. Yeah. The fact they recognize him for everything he does, good for Hassan Kim. Yeah, good for Fernando, too. And so, yeah, Fernando's going to get more. No, I got but it. But Hassan Kim might not even be in a Padre uniform next year. Um, from a young ego standpoint, to go from being a shortstop to be a right fielder, right? Yes. Missed 25 games of the season. Yes. To win the gold glove. No matter how hurt your feelings were, you figured it out. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Machado doesn't have any. No. And uh, and that, and then you see tonight what Bob Nightingale wrote. I didn't see what Bob wrote. To the point that I had to subscribe to USA Today. Oh, shit. 
That's what I do. That's the commitment I make to this show. You ungrateful weasels. Bob wrote tonight. You just won your fantasy league. Yeah, I needed that. Kick rocks. (laughs) Fuck face. You know who you are. You know who you are. Um, Bob Nightingale wrote tonight. Yeah. That he has talked to rival GMs. And the rival GMs believe that the Padres would be willing to get creative and trade Xander Bogarts, trade Fernando. They absolutely want to trade Cronenworth this offseason in their efforts to try to find a way to keep Juan Soto. Okay, who's taking Xander? Uh, Ironically, they said he could go in a deal, depending on what the Padres eat, he could go right back to Boston. They think of the deal... The Red Sox fans or something I saw that was attached. Yeah, there you go, fuckface. N- oh, shit. Security guard just fucking ate shit and banged well, his head into the ground. Hey, get the fuck out That's of my way. Said. Get off me. Get off me, big boy. <laughs> um, You're crushing my smokes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that guy's 60, Diggs. Give him a break. You didn't even see it. His back was to the play. Yeah. What are you yelling at him for? Yeah, I got you to file a suit for hate crime. Yeah. Buffalo. <laughs> um, look, I, this is the thing. Oh, where's Cronenworth going? Oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Who's taking these two bad deals? A three. Well, Fernando's goal. not a bad deal, but no, yeah, Fernando's the other not two. not a bad deal at all. Yeah. Let's watch this guy get smoked. Okay. <laughs> let's watch it. Look at his back's turned. Even though he's just watching. They don't show it. I'll rewind it for you. Come on. Let it play all the way up. Let's see where. Oh! oh come on. Come on. Don't be. We're watching Diggs get the catch for the two-point. Oh, oh, these right. guys. I, I got to do it myself. God damn it. We'll do it ourselves. Do it live. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Okay, That's let me so see this. Hang on. Right. Sorry, everybody. I'll get to my point in a second. I, just, I feel bad for security guards ever since that guy at Elite <laughs> got busted choking one out. Oh, Jesus Christ. He busted his cranium. Oh, my God. What are you giving? Look at Diggs giving that guy shit. Yeah, get the fuck off me. The fuck? I got a fucking concussion. Oh, my God. I got to hear about that at Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Dave, one more time. You want me to rewind it again? I got to watch this guy get wiped out. Never seen anything like that. Yeah, banged his head right into the turf. I don't see medical personnel coming over to help him out. Dude, you got to stop letting these security guys face the other way. Face the crowd. Yeah. Hang on. Could have taken it right off the dome. Yeah. Allen in a shotgun. Looks left. I like Looking for digs deep. Got it. Two point. And he, oh, fuck. He just took out this big son of a bitch in a blue jacket. And now he's yelling at him. And it's, he really, he dropped it. Really? Yeah. Really? The guy, they, yeah. Got like, fuck you. I'm a Bengals fan. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, all right. Sorry about that. Um, Look, we're going to be delicate in how we say this. Okay. Respectfully. Respectfully. No. I think the fan base hopes to hear from Peter Seidler. That is the one guy that you need to hear from to say, hey, man, everything's going to be okay. And I don't know. Dave, I'll tell you why. Go ahead. I hope Pete's back very, very soon. I don't know if that's... um. Possible. I hope it is. He's the one guy that doesn't give a fuck 
about what everybody says about this market and this team. And if Peter, for any reason, has to step away and this team starts being controlled by anybody else, and I don't know that, but I'm just saying if it happens, then, I, then I'm concerned because nobody, nobody loves this team at the level that Peter does, and he's committed it. Of course. And, and right now, man, it's, it's a team turned upside down. Sure they is. don't know what the future is with Soto. They don't know what the manager is. The fan base has lost faith in Preller. Grubner's hated in that building. He's a weasel from what we're told. Can't handle the power. Should go back. Go back to what? Go back to selling fucking ads. That's it. Where was he selling ads? I mean, uh, just in the stadium? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Dude, figure out something. Work with the alumni. Check in, make sure Tim Stoffer's okay. Take him out of a decision-making role. People don't like him. They think it went to his head. He's got a crazy ego. And uh, But it's not about Eric. It's about Peter. Yeah. And he just... Man, I, I we've been so spoiled by him. Yeah. The whole deal that, that you just want it. But there... I think it's going to be a pretty interesting off season. And I don't know, man, you see more people that think they're going to try to flip Soto. I mean, when you see 200 million, it's amazing how many people don't like Soto, which in my mind, you don't know baseball. If you don't like Soto, he's your best player, right? He's your best fucking player. 24 years. He's going to go in the hall of fame one day and you're going to go. He was here for a couple of years, right? But you start going, well, we got $200 million payroll. We're going to be fine. Well, Darvish is 20, and Joe Musgrove is 20, and Bogarts is 27, and Fernando's going to be 20, and Machado's 30. Fernando's contract's a bargain. No, he is now, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying is, okay, so. But I'm saying if you're trying to get to that 200 number, and you've got five guys that are locked up that are at 115 of that, it makes it pretty tough. So Soto's, I mean, yeah, Soto's looking for an average payout of $45 million a year. Wow. Is he twice the player Fernando is? You know? Yeah. I mean, the deal is you want both. You want both players. Yeah. But to sit there and say, we got to get rid of Soto, fuck Soto. Like, I hear people call all the time, fuck, fuck that Soto. guy. They don't say fuck that guy, but they always like, I'm not impressed. Yeah. I'm like, you aren't? He was your best player. He played in 162 also. Yeah. As I like to say, he posts. At the same time, I don't know who would take that Xander deal. I mean, here's the deal. The Red Sox knew the last few years he was in Boston the, the ball coming off the bat was decreasing. They knew he was losing power. Now, it's a new GM. The one who decided yeah. to let him go, it's a new general manager. Yeah. At the same time, I don't know anyone that would take Colonel Ward's steal. Unless, I unless mean, you're it, trying. I mean, I mean to what? Way, it's such a bad contract. It might be the worst contract in all of baseball. It, the only thing that you see is that the Yankees could absorb it as yeah. part of a Soto deal, knowing that they don't have to give as many, right? Jason Dominguez isn't coming back in that deal. Yeah. Uh, Volpe is not coming back no. in that deal. Not that they necessarily would have, but it is Soto, dude. Yeah. Soto's a stud. You got to pay to get him. Um, GM meetings start this week in Scottsdale. Yeah, You're starting to see some things. I just, you have to find a way to to break away some of the, when, when you, here, I'll tell you this, Dave. Uh, I'll, I'll take you back. I tore my ACL. When I was 18, anybody who has it has been through this. 
And you're gonna call Daniel Jones today, talk him out. Yeah, I'm gonna tell him all about it. Okay. Um, And what happens is after you have that surgery, your patella floats around, but there's so much scar tissue that comes in around it that what my doctor said is, remember when you were a kid and you'd go in the cafeteria and they'd give you that red jello. And there'd be those little slices of banana in it. No, I never had that. You never but, had that? No. Oh, it must have been a Midwest thing. Well, they would put banana in there. And this guy was like, that banana can't move. That's your patella. The the jello all around it is the scar tissue. Oh. You know, what they do is they put you on your stomach. Your leg comes up like a 90 yeah. degree angle. And they go, okay, here we go. One, two, three, bang. Yeah. And they snap that scar tissue. Yeah. And it I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen that. I've had it done to me. It's not really a whole lot of fun. Okay. It's like getting a text from America. And so, bang, and then another text, and then another text. Ouch, and it hurts. That's what that payroll is, Dave. That payroll is the patella, and the scar tissue around it is all of the bad contracts that Preller has locked in this team. And in order to get some flexibility, you have to find a way to pop that scar tissue or get rid of those contracts and I don't know how you do it. And I hear everybody, Dave, you're saying the people that say, hey, we got to unload Soto. You hear the people that are very nonchalant and are saying, ah, you know, just, yeah, not Soto now, keep him. Where are you getting to 200 billion? How are you going to field a team when you're losing? Waka's out. Yeah, Waka's Martinez out. Martinez is out. Lugo's out. Lugo's out. Darvish Snell's out. You have two starting pitchers, Darvish and, and, both and are, Musgrove. Both are coming off injuries. Yes. Dave's funniest tweet in the last two weeks was Joe Musgrove working out barefoot, and Dave wrote, what could go wrong here? That was good writing. Thank you. Appreciate that. You think we still get him on the show? Yeah, 100%. Okay. As long as Mark wasn't offended by that. Oh, fuck that. Mark laughed at it. He's a dad. Our kids do stupid shit all the time. He'll be fine. <laughs> but I just, I don't know where you go to unload it unless shit gets really, really crazy. But, dude, if you start trading Fernando, you start trading Xander, that's a fire sale, baby. Yeah, you're right. It is. So, speaking of the money thing is, you know, the the story came out about the $50 million loan. Yeah. Yeah. And some people saying it's a big deal. Some people say it's not a big deal. There was... I think it was on uh, on the morning show, 97.3, had a, a guy on explaining it. And the last four teams to pull it off. Did you hear this part? The last four teams that did this move, they all were basically forced to sell their team. Oh, really? The baseball does not want an owner that basically is on the verge of filing for bankruptcy. And this is not a good sign. Not a good sign for the Padres. It wasn't a good sign for Frank McCourt. It wasn't a good sign for, and they went through a list of teams that they did it. At the time, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know what goes. Nobody really knows the finances of Major League Baseball. We know right. they lost the TV deal. Yeah, $60 million. Yeah, and it, the thing is, you and I have talked about it. There are ways around it to get that money back. Yeah. I mean, and it sounds like the future. It sounds like even when you listen to the commissioner of baseball talk, he talks about streaming is the future. Like what we said, right? This is exactly, yeah, he said everything we said on the show okay. is that, that that is the future, and that's the way people are watching it. It is the yeah. way young people are, are, are doing it, the, the younger fan base, I should say. You know, most people don't have direct TV or Cox cable. The young yeah. people don't. Under the age of 25, you don't. So I don't know what how the Padres go about things. The sad part is Peter's not well right now. As you said, it would be nice to hear from Peter. Yeah. We don't know what Peter's health is like. All we know is in the most important meeting of the year, he wasn't able to make it. Yeah. 
So, you know, you want him to get well at the same time. There's a major business in town that we all watch his business and hope that things get on track. There's some major decisions to answer that. The only guy that can make the final call is a guy like Peter. Yeah. So whether it's Soto, it's Fernando, it's Cronenworth, it's Xander, Peter's going to decide what direction they go. Yeah. Going to figure it out. Um, and the feel, the deal is, I, not that I feel bad for Peter. They did some tough decisions. AJ signed some horrible contracts. Let's just yeah. say what it is. Yeah. No one's complaining about Fernando's contract. No. Nobody's complaining about Kim's contract. What they're complaining about is Xander's contract and Cronenworth's contract really has handcuffed this organization. Manny. Manny's contracts have got a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody... Look, I think, Dave, when you look at it, I would say the two that you go, okay, we're fine on that, would be Fernando and, and Joe. Yeah. Fernando 100%. and Joe. The Darvish extension made no sense at all. Exactly. Zero. The Cronenworth extension made no sense at all. The Manny extension was Peter being a fan. Yep. Um, the Xander move made no sense at all. The Soto trade, absolutely made sense. The funny thing is Manny being injured at the level he was needing the surgery. Had they not extended him? I don't know that he opts out. Do you really op opt out if you're, if you're Manny and Dan Lozano, because right now with the elbow five years, one fifty, you're going to get better than that at that age. I don't know. Maybe you yeah. do, but if he opts out now, you're okay. And so, yeah, I mean, but to me, so many of the decisions that have been made in the last two years with all these back-ended contracts, it's going to be, we're frustrated right now that you're still on the hook for two years, $26 million for Hosmer. Yes. What's it going to look like in four or five years when you've got a handful of these deals? And who's going to foot the tab on that unless you're able to unload it? And you have to be able to figure it out some way because... The money's not just going to drop from the sky. I I thought, you want to know what my takeaway was on that article? Ken Rosenthal and The Athletic was pissed. They were pissed. This is very similar to what happened with Buster Olney a couple of years ago when Preller, when Preller fucked him at the trade deadline yeah. and said something was going to happen and it didn't and they had an ax to grind. Ken Rosenthal, Dennis Lynn did an extensive report about the relationship that fell apart between Melvin Preller. You read it. In that final press conference, Preller shot it all down, said it was all hearsay, yeah. none of it mattered. Two weeks later, Bob's the manager of the Giants. Ken Rosenthal, like him, hate him, respect him, doesn't matter, is never one that I've we followed him for, geez, 25 years, if not longer. Cannot ever remember him showing emotion at the level that he showed the disgust with the Padres organization for dismissing the work that they put in. Yeah. And when you watched him in that interview, he said, look, we've all had days. He said, maybe my worst day in my career was the day I reported Scherzer to the Padres. Said, I got burned on that. I pay the price. I own it. It's fine. Yeah. But he said, for them to deny what we did extensive research on, what Kevin Acey did extensive research yeah. on, talking to 30 people, pissed him off. Yeah. And what happens? Within a week, yeah. here's the report from The Athletic. It's like, hey, man, 
Be careful, Preller. Yeah. Be careful, pretty boy. We'll fuck you up. Dennis Lynn will start fuck. stretching. Start stretching. Denny Lynn is coming out of retirement. Hands of granite. You're going to end up on your ass. And Grubner, don't you get close. We'll drop you too. Ken Rosenthal's like, I know I'm 5'1". <laughs> I know you're 6'4". <laughs> Eric, I know you can ride down me. God damn it, I'm going right after you. Yeah, they fucked him. Yeah. You fucked the athletic. Yeah. Oh, Watch out. Here we go. Shit that we may not have reported. So, yeah, I mean, you took a $60 million hit to your budget. When yeah. Bally's dropped, you had to go get that money. You didn't, you didn't, I, I don't know what you have, surplus, 858-688-6813. As many people wrote, they did not borrow smart, repay smart. And I don't know what happens when the new league year starts, yeah. right? You reset a lot of things. I mean, when you hear the money's borrowed to, to meet payroll. Yeah. Hey, hey. It's a little nervous. It is. Well, especially when you see what the past has been. That's Franklin Court, how it worked out. Yeah. But I, I thought people wrote it as uh, a hatchet job or anything else. No, I just said that's a receipt. Yeah. That's a receipt. You cheap shot me, I'll cheap exactly. shot you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone has a job to do when you sit there and diminish and, or dismiss what they're doing when they're doing their job, if they're accurate, to make it look like they're liars or they're fools. It's, you aren't going to win. It's I just, not going to work that way. I'll just say what we've said a bunch of times on this show. People hate it. Get frustrated, the whole thing. Yeah. The window of opportunity is closing incredibly fast. Yeah. This might not even be an attractive job for, for a manager. You know what I'm saying? You don't what know what the future get, is. I, you know who I still who do you, think who do you, you keep an eye on? Go ahead. I, I think he's trying to... I think if it was Shilter Flaherty, we would have heard by now. I really do think he's going to try to go get Schumacher. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. And they hired the guy today from Tampa... And now he's got the guy. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, they've I, got that figured out. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how appealing it is to work for AJ at this point. Probably. Yeah, it just yeah. seriously, everyone that's been here has not been happy. No, There's not one manager had said it was great working with him. Probably Chase. And so, the <laughs> so dumb, so, so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. Fired me. It's a good guy. But God, we had fun. Yeah. Yeah, we had fun conversations. We yeah. had we still text. All right. Yeah. Fuck off, stupid. Read the room. They forgot about you. All right, here's an interesting thing I found out today. I had no idea. Okay. So I'm not even gonna give you the answer first. But as a sports fan, does it bother you if the owner doesn't live in the city as the team? No, we went through it all. We went through it with Alex. So okay, so yeah, so well, that's a bad one, bad example. But let's like Let Steve Ballmer. All the rumors were that he was moving the Clippers to Seattle, and he said, "No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm devoted to and building L- a new LA, arena, a new arena, which he did, which he's doing." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was going. No, it really doesn't bother me. You know, if if the owner doesn't live in that city, it doesn't bother me. Now, when you have billions of dollars, right, you could be like John Morris. We have four homes in in San Diego, and then one in Houston. Yeah, Pebble Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had no idea Pete Tyler didn't live in San Diego. Pete Tyler lives in Austin, Texas. Uh, I don't know. 100% the, true. I, like, I got it from a hell of a source. Like, I'm telling you, when we get off there, I'll tell you exactly what it is, and you're going to go, oh, it's true. Yeah, but he spends a lot of time he here. He spends time here. But I was saying, does it bother you? Like, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. If Mark Davis didn't live in Las Vegas, I'd go and understand. Where would Mark live? Fuck, dude. 
guys. Mark Davis is the most unusual person on the planet. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, he's the most. With a haircut, would be normal. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, but no, he just hangs it, out. No, at it doesn't the car bother me. He doesn't live here. I oh. just didn't. I just didn't know he. This wasn't his full time. No, because home. to me, David's. Are you invested in the team or not? Dean lived here. He couldn't have been less invested in less, that team. Exactly. He was less interested in that team. Absolutely. You know, but that, that was it. But Pete may live in Austin, but he's also got a house here. Yeah, but he spends, he, he, he lives, the majority of his time is in Austin, Texas. Not, it's not even close. Oh, it's cool. Yeah. So I, I just didn't know. I thought he was always a San Diego guy because I know he uh, talks about helping the homeless problem, the whole deal. Yeah. Really? I spelled it wrong. But yeah. I know who it is. I can figure it out. Where'd you run into them? Um, yesterday. First-hand information. From that person? From that person, yeah. Yeah. Why did they come in here? And so, um, you know what? They actually they actually have interest in it. But we'll t- you and I will talk about it. I yeah. don't know if it's good for the show, not good for the show. It might be good for one well, day for the show. There is not one thing that's not. Oh, by the way. Yes. Book tonight. Book it tonight. A week from Wednesday, because I leave for Toronto okay. day after tomorrow. I'm out for a um, week from Monday, but then I got a coil thing at Warwick's. We want everybody to come out at to the 14th. Matt's new book out. But back in here, the 15th, by that time, we'll have a manager. Some trades gone down. Yeah. You're right, by the way. I said a manager would be named by today. You're right. Yeah, Mr. Sunshine, Bernie Wilson, Perfect. in the garage. Good. Talk about everything going on, uncensored. Okay. Uh, ready to go. We'll bring him beers. Has he ever been censored? Well, yeah, he can't cuss on any of the. That's true. On coach's show, on any of that, but he uh, he definitely has feelings. Yeah. About Preller. Yeah. That, look, man, I I can't say it enough. What what Preller has done to that team, credibility for the organization is a fucking joke. I yeah. think he's a backstabbing little snake in the grass. I've said it forever. I think he's the ultimate weasel and the arrogance that they have, at least the way they carry themselves. And that's with Eric. That's with Preller. Fuck those guys. Yeah. I, I could not give less of a fuck what those two fuckers think. I've been a fan of that team before them. And like they always say, like Marty Brenneman used to say, and I'll still be a fan of this team when you're fucking gone. <laughs> Stocking shelves at Lowe's. <laughs> Fuck those guys. This fucking town. And we'll tell it when Bernie's here. These fucking guys in this town are just trying to be everybody's buddy. Fuck those guys. Yeah. What, do you, what the fuck do you need out of A.J. Preller? You go golfing with him? A year from now, he won't be around. Uh, he I'm might pretty be. sure he won't be around. I couldn't give less of a fuck with those two dipshits. Josh Stein. The only guy I love down there, I fucking love Freddie Jr., Love Freddie Jr. because Freddie Ullman Jr. is just a dude and has always been that, has always been incredibly nice to us. And yeah. I, I What's like his title right now. I don't know. I don't either. But, but, fuck, Fred, dude, I had no idea Chief wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Huh. We saw Chief at the winter meetings in the parking lot. We were talking yeah. to him the whole I was like, I thought he sure worked for the Pots. I had no idea he was working for the Diamondbacks. Dude, KT cut him loose. Kevin Towers was the GM when Chief left. Jesus. What the hell was, really in tune. I'm really tied in. I love Chief. He's one of my favorite guys. No, he's great. Bring him in here. He would be great. <laughs> Just telling scouting stories? <laughs> um, but no, I couldn't care less. Fuck those guys, dude. They had their chance and they failed. It's, yeah. it's a performance-based business. Yeah. And you know what? If Eric was so fucking good, they wouldn't need $50 million. 
That's I know true. that you could put. No, you can't say that's true. <laughs> I was thinking, I go, the only two foul poles, how many can you put Callaway on? <laughs> how many can you put Jack in the box on? You cannot put that off on Eric. I'm 100%. percent funny as hell. I'm 100% fucking around. All right. But, you want some bad news? It doesn't have to do with sports? Yeah. I just got you into this, but it's it's over. There's no more 455 news. Remember I told you the five minutes? What? Yeah, they dumped it. KUSI, I think they knew we were goofing on them. They dumped they it out. They got rid of it? They got rid of it. What are they doing now? Just TMZ, running that shit to the top of the hour. Oh, come on. That was yeah, the best five I know. minutes ever. I know. I, and I was told, no, there's no more. It's out. And I was like, we just got started talking about it. Are Biggest you sure? Train, 100%. Lauren Finney told me. Biggest train wreck ever. Yeah, yeah, I told her, I go, I go, you're the only one that comes in prepared, Lauren. Yeah. Everyone else is such a fucking mess. She goes. Oh, they, they don't know what to do. Yeah. It's so fun. She what go, did they, they get rid of it? I have like six I, I, on no, my I, DVR. I, I, <laughs> they got rid of it on uh, Thursday, I think it was the first day without it. Yeah, it's not bringing it back. And I was like, God dang, it was my favorite part. I go, it's such a fucking Just mess. Just these guys try yeah, to ad-lib. Yeah, for five minutes. I finally saw Estelle's stupid cup. Do you see that stupid? Look yeah. at him drinking beer. Yeah, just sitting in there. 100% not prepared at 455. Have an still light? Oh, hey, just me? Yeah, My dude. mic's not on. Is someone going to turn the air conditioning on? Dude, I missed that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Dude, I watched that fucking Sully show again. Oh, my God. Can we just pull the plug on that? That's a KOSI special. That's dude. it. Oh, my God. Enough. <laughs> Enough with it? having Tommy sing. I, I, but he owns the show. Tommy never wants to sing. They make him sing. Al, Allie Wagner was on last yesterday. I saw. You saw her? Yeah. Our intern. I saw Allie. Do you remember being our intern? Yeah. Okay. But I don't remember Johnny Browner. That's cool. Says a lot, right? She always, that's what she says to me every time. And I'm like, I don't fucking remember this at all. She goes, I got a credit. She literally says, this, I credit you with yeah. my career. And I go, for what? <laughs> she goes, you're the one that told me when I was interning for you and Jeff that I got to get out of radio and get in a TV because Dude, she looked TV like sucks. She could have done TV right so at that point. she could have. But she Incredibly was interning nice, with too. us at 1360. Yeah, but she was in college. Yeah. She was with and us in promotion. I was like, I 100% didn't remember that at all. Yeah. But I laughed that she says it and thanks me. I'm like, all right, you've been here 15 years. You, yeah. Like you're well, more well-known than Jeff and me. <laughs> you're doing fine. Oh, she's great. You're doing absolutely fine. Yeah, they got rid of the 455. I had to write ah, it down just to remember it. it. I'm telling you. All right, we'll get to the birthdays in one second, but we do want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Another perfect day in San Diego yeah, today, right? Unbelievable. I mean, look at the weather. Absolutely amazing. This is actually great where you get what you want while the sun's out, then it cools down a little bit wow. at night, right? Perfect. I mean, it is perfect, perfect weather. Great time to have a pool in your backyard. If you want that pool that you've been thinking about, make sure you call Alan Taylor at Taylor May Pools. Ask about available financing. Again, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Dave nailed it. Uh, was in L.A. Thursday for Jack's birthday. Probably about eight. Uh, Kate got the flu. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, but he's... Was he bummed out? No, I don't think so, because we went to Universal Studios, and it's all Harry Potter. He's not a Harry Potter guy. Did you go on the tour? Dude, the tour has not been updated in 25 years. See Jaws? Hey, John, come on, let's go. We're just here in the water. Uh, whoa, what happened? I haven't seen this before. So what about funny. the Psycho House? Is that yeah. still up? Hey, there's Norman. Let's say hi, Norman. He runs out, tries to stab you. Same <laughs> shit. It's like the Globetrotters. It never changes. Um, yeah, Universal Studios, dude. Unless you are into Mario. Yeah. Is uh, that right? Harry Potter or The Simpsons. 
Don't go. You go to go me. to Warner Brothers. Dude, it's 110 bucks a person. Wow. How long's the tour? Uh, an hour. Do they have that part where you go through that tunnel, the old uh, $6 million man, that tunnel that makes you Dude, sick as fuck? Yeah, the earthquake thing was shut down because oh, they're great. apparently updating the tour, but they have like a 3D thing with uh, King Kong. Okay. That's yeah, fine. We went out Thursday, dude. We the only rides we waited for were like ten minutes. Um, but the funny thing is, my lower back had been fucked up for like two weeks. Yeah, and uh, about six roller coasters snap you right back into place. <laughs> That's crazy. I feel great, but you walk around, and Dave. I mean, she's been on TV a lot since the the sad passing of. Matthew Perry, and that's Morgan Fairchild. And I was like, how have we never had a celebrity pool yes. for Morgan Fairchild? When you go tailor-made pools, man, go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Take a look at some of the pools that Alan has built. You can do it by clicking on our sponsor page. But the one thing none of them have done, have taken advantage of this celebrity pool. I tell you what, Morgan Fairchild is outstanding. Yes. Outstanding. And so she's our celebrity pool. Like it. Uh, give Alan and his team a call. They'll do the 3D technology. How great will that 3D technology? Goddamn, that looks I just like see Morgan. That one. I want to see that one. I want to see that one too. So get it done. <laughs> uh, give Taylor May Pools a call. Get on their list because we're in it now. Yeah. I mean, we're into November. The clock's changed today. Next thing you know, we'll be changing the calendar. But then right after that, we're into spring and your pool will be perfect as we head into the summer. Absolutely. Kyle Flukers, you want to call when it comes to your website, make sure your business is going in the right direction. You're seeing these commercials already for Black Friday and basically sales are open right now. Best Buy yeah. is already doing it. You're seeing other people doing it. Look, you need to make sure that you're in a position to make money in the next couple months. Kyle's your guy. 619-500-6621 is his number. 619-500-6621. Don't forget the company is Mithril Media. If you want to uh, contact, again, it's mithrilmedia.io. 10% off if you tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Well, I told you my friend Catherine Reed and her company, they were looking to overhaul their website. I said, give Kyle a call. They did it. And just last week, I get the text message, Kyle is incredible. So many people nice. have found out, whether it was Callie Comfort or the Dave and Jeff show, so many others that had kind of an average website that became a great website. And Kyle can do the same for you. Just mention our show. You're going to get 10% off that initial uh, setup. I feel like I almost did my favorite commercial Dave ever did. I tease him about it all the time. He was not getting any sleep at the time. But he told us about a laser eye surgeon, and he said, here's the great thing. If you go in right now, you can get a free obligation with no consultation. <laughs> do you remember that one? I do remember that. That was great. I was like, well, who wouldn't sign up for that? I'm I in. do remember that. Yep. So Kyle is offering the same thing, a free obligation with no consultation. Perfect. You're locked in. Give me that social security number. No, you're not. Um but give Flugs a call and watch your website work magic. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going November 6th. Okay. okay. November 6th. We're going to go with uh, one, one of uh, Eric's favorites, Emma Stone. <laughs> we should have Eric in here. I think he'd just be stroking the beard. Oh, that's a great one, Dave. I sent her a, a Jorge Alfaro game jersey. <laughs> Uh, I'll say Emma Stone, Padre fan that she is, cute as a button. Let's say she's 36. 35. Okay. Uh, 60 million. $40 million. Good for her. She is very likable. She is very likable. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, uh, 57. 
53. 53. My apologies, Ethan. Great in training day. 85 million. $55 million. Okay. Here's one of your favorites. All right. One of mine, at least. Sally Field. Sally Field's great. 83. God dang it, dude. You're like the meanest guy on the planet. 77. Oh, shit. Hey, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to get a pool probably. <laughs> Pee here in a week. <laughs> Bernie will sign off on that. I'll say uh, $60 million. $50 million. All right. Last one, Rebecca Romaine. I guess she was kind of a bitch to John Stamos, huh? I don't know about you that. You going to read the John Stamos book? No, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to read the book. He was pretty funny on certain. I'll say. He's always good, but I'm not reading his book. I'll say uh, Rebecca Romaine. I could see her. I hate to say it. I could see her being a bitch because the guy she's married to now, Jerry, what's his face? Yeah, O'Connell. Yeah, the way he talks about her, even though he says he loves her to death, she, she comes off. I'm like, dude, she's treating you like a bitch, man. That's what it sounds like to yeah. Stamos. I'll say she's 48. 51. 51. Uh, 70 million. $20 million. Oh, success. shit. Okay. Probably more, right? Being yeah. the model she was. Yeah. Five random questions. These are from Josh. Okay. Would you get remarried? Yeah, Sally Field. Yeah. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> Could you see, see yourself getting married again? Probably not. Yeah. But, yeah, probably not. But, fuck. Never know, right? Pam Grew comes know. calling. I'm out. <laughs> Fucking out. All right, next question. Who knows you... Um, who knows you better than anyone that you aren't related to? Uh, probably uh, uh, Joe Carlo and Laura Daly. And okay. our, our yeah. shout out to our friend Laura Daly. Uh, her father passed away no this way. week. Yeah. Fuck. Incredibly sad, man. I'm telling you. Uh, uh, probably my best friend since the 10th yeah. grade, roommate. Been through every, from day one of this show to now. And man, oh man, Dave, we've all been impacted by by cancer yeah. and everything else. Her dad was a wonderful man, so nice to me over the years. Diagnosed just a couple of months wow. ago with stage four cancer. Last Sunday night, a week ago tonight, he was out to dinner with Laura's uh, brother Todd, Todd's yeah. wife, uh, his wife. He was in his eighties, older man, but great shape. You know, kept himself in great shape. And he said, "Man, I'm I'm fighting this thing." And I think we can keep grinding. And Wednesday, man, I caught him. He went into a coma and he passed away Friday. Oh, I'm just, sorry to hear that. Yeah, no. Uh, so just, yeah, for any of you that have been through it, uh, shout out to Angel. Uh, Angel's wife is battling right now. Yes, and, that's and right. Angel, one of our closest friends, was here in the garage. Angel, we love you. We're thinking about you and your family, your beautiful wife. And uh, and it's just, yeah. But, but for Laura, who literally was with us from day one of this show, uh, all the way through, love and prayers to her and her family. Uh, incredibly sad to hear about that passing. Wow. Um, but Laura and Joe Carlo, who would you say? Oh, man. Um, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I'd probably say you. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I was taking you out of the yeah. equation. I mean, to this point, your family. Well, so. I think, no joke, I have spoken to Jeff more than I've spoken to my wife. Oh, yeah. No, Dave would be number one, but I'm sorry. Yeah. I was... Uh, yeah, at this point, I'm like, hey, it's just family here. So I guess you're right. We're not technically related <laughs> to each other. Yeah, Dave, Dave would be, Dave would be number one on that, and then, uh, and then Laura and uh, and yeah, Joe Carlo. We'll see in two days for a little bit before Fantastic. she goes to Jamaica. So she's going great. to Jamaica while you're in Toronto. She, I wasn't supposed to be on this trip. Ah, fuck. Yeah, but we'll see her. 
Enough to hear her bullshit. <laughs> Next question. Who's your favorite movie character of all time? Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, oh, that's really good, Dave. I got to think about that. Dude, there's so many great ones. Clubber Lang is so fucking great. Oh, that's a good one. Frank Morris in Escape from Alcatraz yeah. is fucking great. When he shanks that guy God, that dude. tries to fuck with him. Dude, Dale like Doback is very good. Did yeah, you see yeah. them the other night with Snoop? No. They did it live. They did. Uh, Were they together? They did. Uh, yeah. Will Ferrell has this thing. It's called the best night ever. It's a charity thing that he does. Well, who up was in Will LA. with? Uh, John C. Riley. So their friendships back together. I oh thought, shit! Yeah, they I were, thought their friendship broke apart. Oh yeah! Oh that, fuck! They oh, were there good together. To hear. That's good oh, to hear. Dave, I forgot about that because of winning time. Yeah, yeah, they did it live, and I'm then glad they. To hear that. Uh, you think he made up with Adam McKay? Oh, that's the guy. Well, no, both it of was, them. It was both of them. He was pissed at both. Oh wow! I knew it was Adam yeah. McKay. Um, oh yeah, I was. I think Adam McKay was the worst one. Um, but I think I think those. Who do you got? I, dude, I love your Clubber Lang. Um, I, I, Clubber I, Lang is so funny. Hey, woman. Yeah. I, dude, hey, it, woman. It, it, that scene. It's a, that's a good one. God dang. I, honestly, Clubber Lang, man, it would probably be my number one. He's so great. Yeah. That was good. That was a good call. Fuck. I would have thought, forgot about it and thought about it months later and said, shit. I blew it. Yeah. Who'd you have said? I would have said like Forrest Gump. Uh, you know, hell. Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Three minute baby. Hey, Steve Gutenberg. Okay, hang on. Let's play this game real quick because yeah. I'm going out of town for nine days. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of names. Okay. You tell me who their favorite movie character is. Okay. Dan Williams. <laughs> Robbie Benson. I got it. Jackie Earl Haley in Breaking Away. That's what I was trying to think of Breaking Away. God dang. Uh, Gavin. I'll, I'll take yours. Go ahead. Robbie Benson, Ice Castles. <laughs> All right, we're low on time. Those will be our two that we do for All right, here we go. Oh, wait, what about Bob? Oh, fuck. They just beat the shit out of Luke his Luke Grant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking angry. I'm trying to think of someone that would be angry. The, uh, the, the guy who's the, the villain in the original Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Hans? Hans. He would be. Yeah. So Dan, Jackie Earl Haley and Breaking Away, <laughs> Gaffin, Robbie Benson and Ice Castles, and Fuckface Bob Hollins. <laughs> uh, we're going to have three openings in oh our football gosh. league in about two weeks when they hate us. Okay, go Two ahead. more questions. If you could do it all over again, would you have gone into radio? Oh, yeah. 100%. For the people that we met, uh, fuck yeah. Because I would have been one of those assholes. Vita got so mad at me. Yeah. Because I told her she liked the first line. And then she hated the second line. I've told you these stories. And it's always when people, because I asked her, do, we were driving to LA. I go, do people just act like they could do your job? She goes, well, not really. It's a lot of school. Nobody wants to go to school that long. And I said, well, couple of things that I've said when I've had a few too many drinks is when people, and I never said anything about what we did radio wise yeah. um, or talk about this, but you'd say you're in communications and then people find out, right? You did radio for a long time. 
And they go, oh, yeah, I've always, I've always had friends say, you know, I got a voice for radio. And I say the same line every time. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> it doesn't. It means if I buy a really nice pen, I can write a bestseller. Doesn't matter. Just yeah. part of it. You got to be fucking interesting. And she's like, oh, that's a pretty good line. And I go, well, good. I'm glad you think that because I told you this. We just mentioned Laura. We were out with her and her coworker and that guy's or coworker's boyfriend. And I've had way too many fucking drinks. We're at Yogi's. Yeah. And that was the guy who said, what do you do? And I said, work in communications. She said he does the night show at KFMB and Padres talk. And that's when the guy, I don't know what he fucking did. What did those guys do in those days, Dave? Where'd they all work? Where were all those douches working back then? <laughs> Trying no to think. Idea. No idea. I don't know what they did. Probably worked at GameStop, Blockbuster. And uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, I have friends. I've always thought about getting into radio. And they just said, no chance. <laughs> and you dropped a no chance. Yeah, and the guy said, what? And I said, dude, we're on a 50,000-watt station it's from San Diego to San Francisco. We're on at night. It's a crystal clear signal. You know how many people there are? We got to fucking go on every night and be entertaining, and we're fucking out. Yeah. We've been doing this for a long time. And I go, you know why you're not in? Because we got a table of four, and you're boring the fuck out of us. <laughs> and Laura kicked me so hard under the table. And Vita the other day, she's like, God damn. Yeah. You're just an asshole. Yeah. Now? now. Yeah. <laughs> just figured it out 20 years in? Jackie's just dying. <laughs> I go, you like that, JJ? Yo, man, had a couple pops in him. He still had the, yeah, still had a little heat on the fastball. <laughs> and then... Here's the other worst move. This is the worst move. Yeah. I'm there with Laura. This is kind of a Laura tribute show. Some fucking douche. You know this douche. Comes in, and they don't know if we're dating, hooking up, yeah. or if we're just roommates. Gives her his business card. Well, I'm right fucking there. No way. It's like, oh, interesting. Yeah. So she gets up. She goes to get a drink, use the restroom, and, and she was a smoker at that time. Thankfully, she quit that. She put the guy's business card in the plastic of the, the cigarettes. So she gets up and leaves. I grab the business card. Now, I go, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. And I fucking took the business card and I put it face up in the urinal. Yeah. Where it fucking stayed for two years. Oh, my God. Pretty good business card. Yeah. You can go. Yeah. And uh, I got a hold of that guy. Did you fucking do that again? It's going to be a long night. Then she, we're getting ready to leave, and she's like, I have a business card. Oh, what? <laughs> so, of course, I told her, she's like, God damn. She's like, we're not dating anymore. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Guide code. It that is. Fucking, it's a guide code. So, we would go in. She'd go, go fucking check. I go, nobody's going to fish it out. So, just every day, you just picture. It, yeah. it wasn't. We just go, God, whoever this fucking Mike Costa is, I've pissed on yeah. him 17 fucking times tonight. <laughs> yeah, do that move. Anybody gives your old lady. Your old lady a business card. Does anyone even have a business card anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> but if you get one, just put it face up or some douche that you don't like. Yeah. You fish it out of your wall. Just fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, don't do it with any of the ones me or Jimmy Hughes gave you. We wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> All right, last question. I like this one. Okay. How much money would it take for you to disappear forever? 78 bucks. <laughs> $78. To I mean, wipe yourself off social media and have to move. 
I mean, not crazy, right? Oh, wait. So if you, you hit got, that lottery. Yeah. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to disappear. Yeah. Because you don't want people asking you for money. Right. Yeah. I mean, you see it. Right. I mean, we talked about with Booney. Yeah. But I mean, he, he got probably more active on social media. He was not a social media. No, he I mean, wasn't. We didn't have it when he was a player. I don't know, Dave. What do you, do you think about that? If you hit, would you just get away? That's funny. So my mom had a friend I told you hit for like a hundred something million dollars. Wow. And he had a, he had a store next to where she worked. He had a t-shirt business. Yeah. And he, the, the guy, he called an attorney and he says, get the fuck out right now. He goes, just leave, leave town. He goes, what about my business? He goes, leave it, just leave it. And he goes, you and your girlfriend get in the car and fucking go to another state. Yeah. And uh, he goes, fuck that. She's not a $100 million girlfriend. I'm leaving her, too. He left her behind and the business. And then he called my mom. So just so you know, I'm not coming back. I won the fucking lottery. Um, you know, if people wow. want to know what happened. I wasn't murdered or kidnapped yeah. right? because I'm never coming back. Do you ever think, like, if you hit that, what you would do? Like, I buy real estate in different places. But I, it's funny. I talk about it with our, my kids all the time. Like, it wouldn't have to be that 30-room Right, you went. No. You went by whatever uh, Sylvester Stallone is selling his Bel Air mansion for thirty-five yeah. million. It's got eighteen rooms and a you know miniature golf. You don't need any of no. that shit. But dude, if you bought like we we're talking about with Matthew Perry, I think we talked about it on the show. They were showing some of the real estate, and he had this apartment in L.A. It was like a penthouse. It was like this three sixty view of L.A. Yeah. And it was really cool. But if you, you could do that in San Diego, like you almost had the full floor, right? Yeah. And go downtown, you get the view of La Jolla and Coronado. Like you do that, you find a couple of different places. I mean. Stern has like that in New York in one of, well, Stern has a bunch of houses, but he has that yeah. apartment building that he owns like three floors and it gives you that 360 view of Manhattan. Now, would you, like if you were, you hit $100 yeah. million. Dollars, yeah. Nashville. Right? Are you just are you just back to Nashville full time? Uh, if, if Josh had a kid, yeah, if Josh had a kid, oh, I'd be back. So to Josh Nashville isn't good enough after he just wrote five it's questions a- for you. <laughs> Fuck, Dude, it literally goes. Me texting him. I go, what? hey, we got a show tonight. You got five questions, and boom, he's he always Dude, has them ready so to good. go. Good, I love him. Yeah, boom. Now, hey, Josh, that's how Jake felt. Yeah, yeah if I had a grandkid, <laughs> he's he'll be in town on Tuesday. I'll be out of town. He's going to stay to the end of the year. Oh, great. Okay. I'll see him in a week. Um, Where would you, before we go, where would you buy real estate? Nashville would be a, would be a big piece. Would you go anywhere else? Now, right now, my, the only place I look real estate wise is, nah, my wife's not going to do LA. I love LA, but I'm the only one in my family that loves LA. Yeah. Um, My wife's a San Diego person, weather, everything is where she's always been, but Nashville. But you'd have to get out of here, right? Yeah. It'd be Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Or just get out altogether, yeah. or would you keep anything in San Diego? Um, I would keep something in San Diego. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't Antonitas. know. Antonitas. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who would ask me for money? I don't know too many oh, people. Everybody. Would, yeah. everybody would say, give me something. Yeah. I don't know. I Who really would like be the first? Uh, Costa, even though he doesn't need it. Be the first one. <laughs> Fucking guy. He would not. Dude. dude, he pulled a move the other day. So him and I were on... Um, we're on the Sully show on Wednesday. Okay. It was Lauren Finney, Steve Garvey, me, Mike. And, and I turned to Mike, I go, you know, we aren't going to get one question asked to us, right? Like there's no business yeah. us even being here. Steve Garvey's running for Senator. It was a Steve yeah. Garvey show was what it was. I don't know when it's going to air. Maybe this weekend. I don't know. But 
So no, my, Shotgun Tom said he's on next Saturday. Okay, so I don't know when the fuck it's airing. But anyway, so... I but said, was it Little Tommy, too? Yes, Tom. I saw these, it was on the air show. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, So it's Lauren Finney. It was, goes out in this order. Mike's introduced first, then okay. I'm introduced. I don't dance, by the way. Um, Did my, Tommy sing on your show? Yeah, they made him sing. Uh, Mike sung. You got to watch it. Mike sings, and it's fucking great. He is all the time. He can sing. What do you sing? It was in Spanish. He sung the whole, oh sang the whole time. Dude, it's so fucking good. It's ridiculous. Dude, like, I love that. Movie. I was amazed. Um, so Mike goes out first, then I go out. Then Lauren Finney goes out. And then, you know, so Lauren goes out. Mike gives her a hug as she's coming out. Okay. So I go to give her a hug, and Mike cuts me off, walks right between her, <laughs> completely boxes me out like I'm trying to get a rebound. Dude, it was so fucking funny, man. Mike is, is hilarious. Why don't we get that idiot back in here? Talk Raiders. He would, he would do it in a second. Yeah. He's so excited about the Raiders. Crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, that that was it. So Garvey was just doing his senator deal. And uh, he, he was cool as shit. He was, he was he was great to us. You know, he's always been great to you and me. Yeah. But he was, it was cool to see him. His son and his wife were there and all that stuff. So but it I, was I don't four. Know. Yeah, Sully it was four said the other day. Oh. What? The other day it was... I saw it the other day. It was was Allie. It was uh, Heather Ford. And uh, Lozana. Lozana, yeah. Only and he three. said, that's what he said. What? He said, when we book only three people, it means they got it. We don't need a fourth. <laughs> is so, that what he said? Or is it Tonic and Atlanta fourth? So, well, <laughs> I said, if you ever see. They're dying to get you on. You're, you, they mentioned you in the show. You're oh, that's nice. Yeah, dude, they ask me all the time. Ah, no fucking chance I'm going on that You know show, who I ever. see all the time that always asks about you? Who's that? Is And you and I will know, if, unless you won't know unless you're a radio person. Greg Totteroff. Oh, no way. I love dude, him, dude. Every time he goes, says, what's Jeff up to? Why does he ever come in here? And dude, so, I love those guys. Yeah. I love Sully. I love Tommy. Totteroff and Sully work together. So dude, I love those guys. He asks me about you every time I see Oh, it's so nice. And I, and I listen, yeah. I watch that show all the yeah. time. It is a really They're fun show. They're dying to get you on. They say it every fucking time. Dude, poor Sully said yesterday, hey, if anybody wants to be on, I'll book you. Just tell me what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm 63. Dude, I, I played that. the coach house. Dude, go see Sully at the coach house with uh, Lee Rocker. Yeah. Dude, I love those guys. I've Sully's never... a nice dude, man. He's dude, a really he is. He's a really nice guy. All those guys He's are. funny as fuck, dude. I, and he always takes a shot at Carl DeMaio, which fucking makes oh, me does? laugh every time. Um, My friend Sharon yeah. was in the audience of that show. My friend oh, cool. Rachel's uh, mom, who I've known forever. Like, every now and then I yeah. look up, I see Antonia's people in there, so... No, you guys are doing a wonderful job on that show. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> I told him you want to do it. I said he's not going to do it. But no. he. Uh, but they ask for you to do That's it every very nice. fucking time. I appreciate that. And I, yeah. it's because they probably realize I'm the one guy who's on the DVR. They're like, who the fuck's <laughs> recording this show? <laughs> Me. The yeah, but I love it. It's fun. Um, all right, listen. I leave for Toronto on Tuesday. Yeah. That's the 7th. The 14th. We'll be at Warwick's in La Jolla as Matt Coyle releases his new book. Please come down and be a part of that. And then the 15th, uh, right back in here in the garage. So just hang with us. A little break, catch up. All the shows are archived. But then we are right back here on the 15th with Bernie Wilson in the garage. Cool. Should be a really, really fun time. And then we should be back on a normal schedule at least through the end of the year. Absolutely. Good deal. All right. Have a safe trip. Thanks, bud. All right.
about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier We'll always entertain it even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock a couple of times Look at that Yeah.